These days, the easiest part about selling photography is probably the actual transaction. I mean, if you get someone to agree to pay you for your pictures, you have a range of options in terms of delivering your images and collecting your payment. I'm going to lay them all out for you in this episode, episode 100 of the Shuttlebug Life podcast. You're listening to the Shutterbug Life Podcast. It's a place for beginners to enthusiast photographers. You want to get better, you want to create something special, but you don't necessarily want to be a full-time pro. Well, join me every week as we talk about strategies for creating great pictures, building an audience, and making an impact with your images. I'm your photo coach and host, Linford Morton, but of course, you can call me Lynn. Let's have some fun. This is our Shutterbug Life. Hey there, welcome to episode 100 of the Shutterbug Life podcast. Hey, today we officially hit the triple digits 100. And I just want to pause a moment and thank you for listening. Now, I don't know if this is your first episode or if you've suffered through most of the hundred with me, but I'm thankful we've been able to take this journey together. Honestly, uh, when I started the the podcast and I started numbering them in three-digit numbers with a thought that perhaps one day we would get to this this milestone. So you remember we had 001, 002, 024, 0 this, 0 that, and my kids laughed and smirked at me for doing that. But <laughs> today we finally made it and it's paid off. And I'm, I'm so thankful. And I'm thankful because I really look forward to our, our weekly chats. And uh, I, I think that we, we covered so much ground together. And I hear from you whenever we actually get to exchange emails or meet in person that, that you had a particular episode that was helpful for you. And for me, that's, that's gratifying. And then when you tell me the kinds of issues that, that you deal with and the challenges you have with your photography and give me, I, you give me ideas of things we can, can talk about. As a matter of fact, that's where this episode came from. I was having a conversation with, uh, uh, a friend about his website, and we were talking about options for him to sell some of his photography online. And I thought to myself, this sounds like a good topic for 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 everyone else. Be- so every now and then I'll have a conversation. I'll think, you know, this is the kind of thing I think other people can benefit from. And so it becomes another podcast. It goes on a list that I pull from when I am looking for things to talk about. And so that's what we have today. And so today, speaking of which, that's a good segue into the real business of this episode. I want to talk about uh, about selling your photos and, and primarily doing it online because technology has created so many improvements in our lives these days. You think of lots of tasks that you that used to be manual and repetitive can now be automated and completed more efficiently. The same can be said for selling our photos 
online. It, 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 you, we have a range of tools that makes this process really easy depending on your business model. And today, I want to walk through some of these options with you. I mean, there are a lot of options, and I'm going to talk about them in terms of the business models and then the specific the specific websites and, and URLs that you can go to. Now, this is episode 100, and so if you go to the show notes on shutterbooklife.com, and uh, usually if you just look for the archives or just the search bar, you can just put in 100, it'll come right up. But if you find that every every website that I talk about today, you'll find a link there on the show notes. And so that can be a resource for you if you want to start doing the work of digging through these and doing your own due diligence to find the right solution for you. Sitting on the floor in a room full of pictures, I let out a heavy sigh as I began the tedious job of sorting through the image packages and putting them into envelopes. My dad and I had just picked up the prints from a high school prom we just shot, and now we had to prepare the packages for our clients. There was no simple way of doing this. We had to fill each envelope, cross-reference it against the names of our clients, make sure they had paid, and then, uh, then stuff the envelopes as if we were going to deliver them, and put the ones that paid in a special envelope to be delivered, and the ones that had not paid yet in one for collections. And then dad would actually have to go and deliver each package to the parents individually. I wish we had today's solutions back then. Today I've completed much more complex jobs without ever touching a print or wading through envelopes. How? The technical part of selling photography has never been easier than it is these days. You have a range of solutions to help you promote, sell, and collect for your images, and none of them require any manual labor like we had to do or any technical knowledge or ability to automate it. It's just really simple. Now, when I talk about selling your photography services, I'm generally speaking about five different categories. One, selling fine art prints. And this is when you you go out and you take your beautiful images and then you want to be able to sell them either just the prints or the prints framed or on canvas or some other kind of material. But you are, your deliverable is your photograph in a way it can be displayed as art. The second is if you're selling prints and packages for commissioned work. And and this means you are usually something like a portrait photographer, family photographer, um, wedding photographer. And you go out because they've commissioned you, take these photographs, and then you want to be able to present the proofs to your clients and have them select, pay for, and get their prints. This also works for commercial, some commercial jobs. Uh, if you do the kind of commercial work, like I've done an occasion where you are hired by a business to go out and shoot pick images, for, for instance, for 
um, a book or a brochure or something like that or an advertising campaign, you've, you've been commissioned. And so that's the key, the commissioned part. The third category is if you are selling images and files, files for stock or editorial. So in most of the others, you're delivering something that's going to look like a print. In this one, you're, you're usually delivering the images, the, 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 the electronic files themselves. And this is when you're selling them through a stock agency, the Gettys of the world, what used to, or iStock Photo, it used to be iStock Photo, something like that. And you are selling the images and there for them to resell. Or as an editorial, you're, you're, you're selling the images to a newspaper or publication for them to publish. So that's the, the third category. And then the fourth category is when you are selling photos from events. This is the, the kind of situation you might have if you, for instance, go to a baseball game and you photograph the baseball game and you want to make the pictures available to parents to purchase themselves. And so there's an announcement that photographs from this game will be available from ourlocalteam.com slash pictures. And when they go there, they're taken to your site where they can find pictures of little Bobby and uh, go ahead and get those, order them to be either delivered in prints or even it, or, or even um, electronic images if you, if you decide to go that route. But you're selling through from a specific event so you have not been commissioned, and these aren't work that you just did on your own, but they they are event-based. But the people who are involved with the event are looking for pictures. You often see this for things like, I've done this for like birthday parties or dances or or things like that. And then the Fifth is the whole, it's not even, this is not selling pictures. This is the teaching part. And I, I include this because so many photographers these days are adding that as a revenue stream. And so the teaching what you know is the, the last option. So in any of these business models, you will need to, you know, once you have a client and uh, this is where I'm picking up the discussion. We're not talking about the marketing. This is once you have a client who says, yes, I need you to, to take pictures for me. You will need to be able to deliver those, you know, the proofs that, or, or in some cases, have them choose and then print and deliver all that stuff that we did in on our living room floor back when I was a kid working with my dad. And the cool thing is we have so many options these days. Now, I'm going to go through just a number of categories in, in ways you can think about your solutions here. And then within the categories, I'll give you specific options. So the first category is the all-in-one service where you you have one platform that where you will show your pictures, show your galleries, um, 
have them look at their proofs, buy their images, download their images. Everything happens from one site, one portal for you to manage it, for them to go to, to, for everything from being sold on you to dealing with you. And then the the second category we'll talk about is using your your own website if you have an existing website now, and so you're not you don't feel like I'm going to go out and move everything over to the one of these platforms because I'm happy where I am. So you can pair your website with an e-commerce printing service. So this will allow you from any of the categories where you are printing from from on demand from commissioned work or even if you are printing from fine art work to use to be able to take this service and use it with your your own existing website. The next category is is the old school way we used to do it, whereas you have your website and your blogging, you go out as a photographer. But when it's time to sell, you are actually doing the old school like we did, bring them their uh, proofs, let them decide what they want in person. And then when you have prints, you go back and you deliver them in person. And and then the, the, the next one is the whole marketplace option. The marketplace option is where you have images that are in a sort of like a marketplace, like an online version of a flea market where everyone is selling, all the images are being sold there and yours are there too. And then there's the non-photography e-commerce option because there's so many e-commerce options that have nothing to do with photography that you might be able to tailor to that you might be able to tailor to use to sell your own images. All right, so those are the basic categories. Let's talk about some pros and cons of each, as well as um, some examples. So in the first category, we have the all-in-one service. And this is the one where, as I said before, you have the photography, website, printing, and distribution, e-commerce, everything under one roof. And this is probably one of the more popular options for photographers. And the the reasons, the pros, the reason you would want to choose some a, a, a solution like this is one, it's easy to manage because again, everything is in the same place. And once you learn the system, then you can log on to one account, make all the all of the upgrades, updates, and and, and decisions you want for marketing and sales and everything in one. In, in one place. So you don't have to learn a bunch of different systems. You don't have to try and get, see if they work together well or try and get them to talk to each other. You don't have to memorize different passwords or none of that nonsense. It's all one easy to manage system. And trust me, if you've ever tried to use just two or three different platforms in, in a business, you'll see how that can quickly get very old. Um, the second of the pros for this is that they're usually created specifically for photographers. And so they've thought through the kinds of of things you will need that you probably haven't considered yet. And that's the cool thing because they have, they have been created and tested with photographers in mind based on the issues most photographers have to deal with. And uh, you might even get ideas of things you can add into your business just looking at some of the features they offer. 
Um, the third of the pros is you get the benefit of what's called SEO, search engine optimization. And this means that, you know, when people search for whatever the terms are you have set up as your keywords or the words you use on your website when that you hope people will use when they're searching for a photography service like you offer. So if you are offering architectural photography on your website, you should have, you know, use of the words photography and architecture and the location you are. And all these should be worked in to into your copy in a way that's conversational so that if someone is looking for that, an architectural photographer in name your town, there's a good chance that when Google goes crawling and looking for typical solutions, you come up. So that's called search engine optimization. And the more information you have that sort of reinforces that, that can help. There's no definitive way of knowing what Google looks for these days because they keep changing the rules every time you think you've got it figured out. But we do know that that they like to see activity on a website and they like then the more activity they see, then the more that can be one of the cues back clues back to them that, you know, there there's something going on here and this is worth um keeping in mind if someone is looking for. And so if you have on the architectural photography, a blog and galleries and sales and you are reusing all of the same the same keywords or, or words that you that Google will be looking for, and you have them in three different sites. Well, you know Google's indexing these three different sites separately because Google doesn't know that they're all you. And so the benefit of having them under the same roof is is they all work for you in your one website, so that you have more opportunities for Google to say. You know, whenever I see the words architectural and photography and history, I should send them here. So you get the benefits of SEO. And then the, the final you have is you have a, a cleaner presentation to your clients because everything is on the same place and they come to the same website. It, it's cleaner. And so it looks more professional um, for clients when they see everything um, under the same roof like that. Well, the cons, what are the cons for the all-in-one services? Well, one could be flexibility. Because you're buying a service when in everybody, you, you know, when you have a, a service that has everything, it has to be more general general than the ones that are built specifically for one purpose. And you, as a photographer, you might even think about as like super zooms versus primes. Super zooms are great because they cover a wide range, but they pro- they don't give you the same performance as a prime lens that would in, on that specific uh, focal length, right? So knowing this, you have probably, you might have less flexibility in terms of being able to customize the website for whatever nuances that uh, you might have built into your business model and your, or your offering, so know that you'll be stuck with whatever these services offer. Now, again, these services were built for photographers in mind. So in most cases, they will have thought about most common issues you have. But if you if you've decided I want to stand out by, you know, only having purple frames, they might not have that. 
Okay. And then, and then it could be a little more expensive than something you created yourself and, 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 and fulfilled yourself. So keep that in mind. Now, under this example, one of the more popular, one of the more popular examples of this is Photo Shelter. Photo Shelter is a great all-in-one service. And this service is particularly good for, for commercial photographers because they not only have the ability to to have everything under one roof, meaning you show your images, you promote your images, you sell your images, but they also help promote and sell them to commercial clients. And they have the kinds of solutions that will would be helpful for you if you're trying to license images to commercial clients. So Photo Shelter, and then they have a back end with lots of a, a pretty robust learning portal as well. So if you are thinking about going down the commercial angle, I think Photo Shelter is, is one of those solutions where you really can't lose. Smugbug Pro, I think, is another really good one. And this one is, you know, a good one for not just commercial-ish work, but also for those who are doing commissioned work as well. Again, you have everything so that you can present your work, you can create your own galleries, and even with commissioned work and or event sales, you can set up um, special portals to sell through those. And everything is under one. It's a little, that one, you know, can be a little more expensive, but the, again, created with photographers in mind and really, um, really uh, a good solution for you if you want everything done in the same place. Um, format is, I would say a relatively new one or it's new to me. It, but it, again, it has everything under the same roof. And, you know, now they've, since they've added on the e-commerce and selling, um, capability, it's really a beautiful option. This one I've not used before, but I, I know of it because I see so many, so many great uh, reviews on it from photographers. They all rave about how beautiful and simple it is to use. So format is one. And then Zenfolio is the last of the ones I, I, I want to really t talk about. Well, no, I have got a bunch more I want to recommend. Zenfolio is one I used to use a while ago, and uh, I haven't used it in the last three or four years. But I loved it when I had it because, again, it did everything for me. I used it to show my images. I used it to create galleries for clients. I used it when I have, uh, um, when I worked events, when I did events, and I wanted to have each person who wanted an image go and look and create their own package and and uh, have the images. Um, fulfilled and they, they they work through a partnership with MPEX and uh, I, I should say Smug Mug Pro does the same thing. They fulfill through one another professional printer partner. And Zenfolio just did everything and I liked it a lot. Now I again I'm gonna say I haven't used it in in two or three years and I'm making that distinction because I, I recently saw it on a list that said they they had the worst customer service which surprised me because when I used it, I was always happy with the customer service. And the only thing I can think of is they were acquired several years ago from by art.com. And I'm not sure if, or if, if they are languishing under art or not, but 
Um, I still see people using it, and it from the outside, it looks good. Um, I did have a client who you who was using it and changed because he said he didn't like the customer service, and I thought that was interesting to hear him say that unprompted. So they're out there, and uh, you know, they might be worth a look because, for, uh, at least for the feature set, I I was really happy with them. Um, Big Folio was one I was surprised to see still there. I hadn't heard their name in photography circles in a long time. Now, I had Big Folio. I used that service, oh my goodness, more than uh, 10 years ago. And this, there, I think that was before I, I knew a lot of these others existed. Back when I used Big Folio, they were one of the few people doing this kind of thing. And I was, remember, I was so excited that I found a site and I remember I would do, you know, portrait work back then. And I could have the images for my clients to go and select what they wanted and have them fulfilled and sent to them. And I, oh my goodness, I was tickled pink because this was the first time I didn't have to do it all myself. And Big Folio looks like it's still around. Looks like the, the site looks a little different from back in the days when I was there, as you might expect. And uh, they looks like they, you know, they offer a lot of the same services. So, so that was a good, a good service. Now, here are some others that also get good reviews that um but I have no personal knowledge or involvement of them. And one is called Photo Deck, that's photo D E C K. The other is called N View, N V U, and it, this one is a recently rebranded option. I forget what that their name used to be. One is next one is Photo Merchant, F O T O Merchant. Then there's Exposure Manager, then there's IFP3, and then more photos. Remember, I have links to all of these on the show notes for episode 100. And, and you know, I, I, I've poked around on all of these websites, and they all look like, in terms of feature set, in terms of pricing, in terms of value proposition, they all look like great options. I mean, I don't know anyone who's used any of them, but if they deliver as advertised, you know, you've got options here. And and so that's the cool message from this is that if you want to go out and get an all-in-one, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven options that you can choose from. And this gets you everything all under the same roof. Now, the the next um, category we said was if you already have your own website or, and you just want to pair with the e-commerce printing service, meaning you don't want to have to go and move from where you are, but you do want to have that capability of selling and having your clients, you know, able to, and having your clients um, able to how uh, choose their images and have fulfillment done without you getting involved, and and the pros of this is of course you have you get to keep your own website, so you don't have to do, go through the headache of changing platforms. Um, pros, it, it you can create a streamlined stream streamlined service, meaning because you're only buying the service you need, you're not buying a whole bunch of other bells and whistles that you might not need for your business. You're not paying for stuff you don't need, and for, and sometimes for some of these um solutions, you, you only pay as you use them. 
And so that's that's an, a cool part too. So if you if if you do that and because you're not you don't have them all on the same roof, you you can have to you you're going to have to go with a subdomain option. And you know, it's it's good for that. You know, it's a it's a, a whole different website, but you can do what's called creating a subdomain, which means you take your main domain from your website and you create um a subdomain meaning an another sort of um link that will look like it's all under the same name but it will actually mask and send you there so here's an example i am offering a as you might know a composition a composition workshop a composition training class online and if you are interested in finding out more about it, you know, I, I set up this website where you can learn more about it and or and buy it at a discount. And it's it's called composition and, and I use the subdomain composition savings dot shutabuglife.com. Now shutabuglife.com of course is my main website, but when you go to composition savings dot shutabuglife.com, it looks like it's a part of the Shutterbug Life, you know, uh, website based on the URL, but it's hosted somewhere totally different. And when you go there, you can look through and learn more about the composition um, intensive online training that I have where you can go through all these five modules and learn um, how you can compose your images better so that you can take better images, cr more creative images, and how you can learn how to do it e with a step-by-step -step process. So just go to compos compositionsavings.shutterbuglife.com and you can see an example of that and perhaps even take advantage of it. See what I did there? <laughs> now, this is a subdomain option and you can do this when you pair an e-commerce with an existing website, which is what I did. I have an existing website and I want to offer this um, this discounted savings and uh, I want it to still be affiliated with my website. So I, I created it on another platform and then masked it so that when you go to compositionsavings.shutterbuglife.com, you go straight to that site, but it's still covers my name. Now, the cons is it's another management portal. I mean, I've got to go somewhere else to manage that. Or remember remember what I said, the more places you've got to go to log in to fix stuff, the more of a headache you start to create for yourself. Um I don't you don't have I don't have brand consistency. You when you go there, you'll see you'll know you'll notice right away that it does not look like shutabuglife.com because it's built somewhere else. And sometimes you can create some brand consistency, meaning it, the look and feel is the same, but at times, no, that's just not going to be an option for you. And of course, I lose any SEO value. And so that if someone is there and they see Shutterbug Life and uh, they see Shutterbug Life and training, I don't get the benefit of that traffic on, you know, um, attributed to my main site. And so there that's a con definitely but if you if you want to do that you've got a couple options photomoto but this is a wordpress e-commerce widget so if you are already set up on wordpress you can um use this widget f o t o moto 
And then that will give you this that that capability built into your WordPress site. Now you probably have uh, you know many other you know WordPress is open source, and so there's always someone developing for it all the time. I'm specifically talking in this episode about all-in-one options, so I'm I'm not really talking about WordPress options, and because you know that's that's a whole other bag of worms. And if you are on WordPress and you know you're dealing with themes and widgets and all that other stuff, then um, you're probably tuned out by now. Digilabs is another one, and they have partnered specifically with Wix, which is one of those. Um, all-in-one website platforms that have been targeting photographers lately. And Digilabs works with them so that you can create a seamless experience um, from your Wix account site so that they can, so that it looks like they're all in one field. So that's kind of cool that they've been able to do that. You know, I would love to be able to do that and pair it with my Squarespace site. Um, So, so that I can, you know, keep the site that I, where I that I really like, and then just again, just buy or or tag or or just bolt on the the exact service that I need. Now, Instaproofs is another one that works similar to it, but this one you have to get set up with Stripe. Now, Stripe is a service that lets you. Um, accept credit cards, and so there, you know, there are these credit, and some of some of them will require this as an add-on, so that you can accept a credit card. You know, way back in the day, I had to apply for a credit card merchant's license and a credit card merchant's, oh, you know, the terminal and all this other nonsense. And I used, to, I, I think, you know, fifteen twenty years ago, when I did this, I paid almost like a, a hundred bucks a month. If 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 I'm not mistaken, I paid a lot of money a month just to have it. It wasn't you know not even we're not even getting to the point where we're I'm actually running cards with a, just you know just to have it. The ability costs me a whole lot per month. These days, you can just buy the service, and they will run the credit cards for you. In many cases, um, deposit the money into your account within, uh, you know, two, one to three business days, depending on the the service and the the level of uh, the the level of service you buy from within the company. And and one of the more popular ones for that is called Stripe, S T R I P E. Of course, I have a link to it as well. And with Stripe, with an account in Stripe, you can set that up and run all of your e-commerce payments through it so that you get paid. Now, and and so Instaproofs is one that you can you can bolt on, but then you also have to bolt on the Stripe as well to also processed your credit card transaction. So you see now you're putting, you get uh, another service from another platform and another place to go look and decode when something isn't working right. And you have to see where it might be, um, where there might be a problem. Now, the next category is if you wanted to just have a professional printer service. Again, this is the the old school that I, way I talked about with, 
you, you go and uh, you go back and for instance you set up some proofs and you maybe even show them on a on an iPad when you go by you let them decide which ones they want and then you go back with their orders and you go onto this site where you place the orders at a, at a traditional printer like your in like the print shop at a camera store that you might have in your local city or town and then and then you go back and you pick up the prints and you deliver the prints and so so any camera store in wherever you live that still does uh that still prints uh that still does printing fulfillment can be a good option for that. So you show them, you, you, and then you can get one of those proofing, one of those proofing services, uh, like um, uh, uh, Pixie Set or something like that. And Pixie Set is where they'll go on, they'll choose what they want, and then you will take that and actually go and take it to a print store where you can get the prints, and then you deliver the prints in hand. So like, like like we used to do back in the old school, and to let them see what you have, you know, what you, you know, what the images or prints look like. So then you let them see what the prints look like that way, and of course the pros for that is you have that old school touch and feel. This is you know this is the, the way business was done back in the old days. You get to go and say, hey Fred, how's it going? Here are your pictures. You know how's the family doing? Oh my goodness, you know how are the kids are they graduating already? My how time flies, and you get to you know forge that relationship with them the good old-fashioned way and you get to create your own presentation you get to say oh if if she is creating these images as a valentine's gift you get to put them in a big old box with a heart and a big bow on it and really create the presentation that will look like wow you can create that wow factor if you want to, you get to oversee quality control. Remember, I remember I said the images on the older models. Once I take the images and I upload them to my website, I don't have to see or touch them ever again. And my clients go up and they see the images. They they choose what they want. It's fulfilled. It's delivered to them many times with my own logo and letters and everything, as if it came straight from me when it really came from mpix.com. Which is really cool, but I don't have to be involved. I'm out as they, you know, doing something else and that's being taken care of. And so the con is to this, this, this model is it can be time intensive, right? You can't automate and scale this because you are the bottleneck. It is, it only happens when you are involved or somebody you hire to do that work for you. Because of that, the turnaround times might be a little slower because, again, they can't order and have them shipped at two in the morning while if they choose to. No, they've got to do it when you guys can arrange some time to get together in person. And so there's the that the turnaround times, which might be slower. And of course, then you have to do some e- expectation management and some examples of of that model would be mpix i talked about that that's mpix bay photo is another one where you can get um good 
Which and, and there are tons of them, and these are just two for which, with which I'm familiar, and I'm, I'm happy with with what I've gotten from them. And then Shutterfly is probably one is probably the more commercial ish that you can use to um, to get this kind of service. All right, and then finally, there's the marketplace and. In the marketplace, this is where you, like I said before, it's almost like the you like going to the um, market, as the name suggests, and you're selling next to everyone else who has a tent. And so, if in in this kind of uh, of a portal, everyone has it's like an Etsy or an art the art.com or Cafe Press or 500 Picks. All of these, or even Flickr for a while, had a marketplace. And so, you all you did was uploaded your images, and everyone and, and potential clients who were looking for art went through and searched all of the images. And when they found the one they liked, they bought it, they bought the kind of framing and present presentation they wanted on it, and then. Uh, and then they got shipped to them. But once you, but you, you were not involved in any of that because it's the marketplace. All you did was upload the image, and you were your work was done. And the benefit there is they are going to now promote it for you. So all you do is create the work, and you let the others do the selling and fulfillment. You know their marketing dollars drive people to the site and then people once they're there if they're looking for pictures of architectural from your town and you happen to have images of that there then they find it and they purchase so you know that's cool it's so in that it's the ultimate passive income meaning all you do is take a picture upload it and you do nothing else and when you make money it's it's a surprise to you because it's passive you you don't do any work and it just as they say you make money while you sleep so that's the cool part of the marketplace. The con is you compete you compete with everyone else and with no real differentiation opportunity because what they are selling is them. They're selling their platform and so they don't really try to or allow you to differentiate your image from somebody else who might have a picture of the same bridge or the same waterfall. You know, if if you tag the keyword and someone puts in the keyword, they all pop up. And it's the ultimate meritocracy now because they, the person will choose which they like best and hopefully that will be yours. And so then your work becomes commoditized and it's really hard to stand out in, in, in that kind of a situation. You, you're competing against everyone else. And the last thing you don't, and the thing is you don't want to promote them because if you send a client there, the client not only sees your work, but the client sees all your competitors work as well. If you've got to do the work of promoting, you want to send them to your own site where all they see is your work. Because the other thing is on those sites, because they do the work of promotion for you, they take a bigger cut. You know, they take a hefty cut in in many cases. And that's fine if they do the work of promoting it. But if I do the work of promoting it, then you don't deserve that cut. And so you should send them to your own site for that kind of thing. So art.com, Cafe Press, 500 Picks, um, Etsy, all those sites are are the kinds of places where you would go for marketplace um, solutions. And then finally, you have the non-photography e-commerce options. And that's usually, as I said before, it's not about photography. But if you wanted to, you could try to sell your prints there. 
you know, most of these sites like Squarespace and Weebly and Wix, they have a an e-commerce capability built in and you can just use that. You could build a site on Shopify if you want to. All of them will require you to have some have a a payment processor that we talked about before, like Stripe and or PayPal. And another one is called called Wave Apps. So any of those will be um, good for non-photography e-commerce options. And then one of the categories I talked about before was selling your um, teaching and a site that I use that really that uh, many, if you have taken a class with me, you know, is Eventbrite. I find that they are still a good site to take care of everything you need if you are running an event-based business, which is basically what each of your classes will be. They, they'll you know, collect all of the, the funds for you. They will send out reminder emails, and then you can download um, any, any information you need from the specific class. So that's, that those, that's a really cool option. If you are teaching, then you'll want to use um, Eventbrite. Right. So there you go. Those are plenty of options for you if you are thinking about selling your images in any capacity and you want to do it from an established portal online, which you should if you're selling, because this is where business gets done these days. So take a look at these. Remember, episode 100, if you go to the um, to the show notes for episode 100, you can find uh, all of these links and more. Well, that's it for another episode of the Shutterbug Life podcast. Thank you again for sticking with us. And this was, and, and, and sticking with us for our 100th episode, our being me and you, of course. 100th episode, and it's just been a ball. And I'm hoping that you found something helpful there for you if you were thinking about starting a photography business and looking for ways to sell sell your your talents, your services, and or your images. If you enjoyed this episode, you can make sure you don't miss another one by going to shutterbuglife.com forward slash subscribe. That's where if you sign up, you will get a reminder every time there is something new coming down that you might want to listen to a new episode or video or something else that I've created just for you. And of course, if you listen on iTunes or Stitcher or or any of those podcast platforms, you can find uh, the podcast there as well. You can go to itunes.shutterbuglife.com to go straight to that one. And if you are on those, I would invite you to subscribe there as well and leave a rating or, or and or and a review. By the way, The Shutterbug Life is more than just a podcast. We are a community of friendly photographers who shoot, share, and learn together. You can join us by by getting into our Facebook group and sharing there. You can reach us 
at fb.shutterbuglife.com. FB as in Facebook.shutterbuglife.com takes you straight to our Facebook page. Come on in, introduce yourself, share some of your work, share what you're working on, and or, or just uh, encourage or give some help or feedback to somebody else who is also shooting. In Washington, D.C. and New York City, we've got meetups, and you are, if you're in any of those cities, welcome to come on out and join us. And of course, um, I'm going to be in New Orleans in a couple weeks doing one of my workshops there. I hope to see you shoot or share with you somewhere, either in person or online. And until then, wherever you are, whatever you do, enjoy your shutterbook life. Take care.